0: Uh, good to be here with you today. I want to start off with a word of prayer. I'm going to ask GT if he'll uh, start us with a word of prayer. So everybody, if you'll stand together and let's pray. And let's just kick this service off.
1: All right. Thank you, Bobby, for letting me know. Anyway, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We're so excited to be here this morning, God. Um, we just feel, we want to feel your presence, Lord. Um, we want you so bad in our lives. And Lord, as we worship, we just want to really
2: focus on you. When we hold our hands and we lift them up high, we want to feel like we're holding your hand, God. God, we just want you all over the place today. Um, There's so many great things happening. We got to get away from what the world is saying and really understand what your unfolding plan is. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Let's praise him, church. We're in the house of the Lord. Come on. Make a chance together. The house lights up a little
2: bit, thank you.
0: today. Amen. <laughs> We're just going to keep praising. And, you know, the same God that we read in the Bible is the same God that's doing wonders today. Let's sing about that. Amen. Calling on the God of Jacob, whose love endures to generations. I know that you will keep your covenant. I'm calling on the God of Moses, the one who opened up the oceans. I need you now to do the same thing for my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh rock, oh rock of ages, I'm standing. Upon the I
2: know
0: with you are things so. are. Reach out. Jesus, we love you,
2: Lord. Thank you, God.
0: Mm -hmm. You free the captives. You're freeing hearts right now. You are the same, God. You are the same, God. You touch the lepers, then I feel your touch right now. You are the same, God. You are the same, God. Touch us, Lord, with your spirit. Move in this place, God, moving our hearts. We surrender to you today totally available Lord I'm calling
2: in this heart All
0: of my strength Just wait on him for a moment, church Be renewed by him
2: A sacrifice.
0: today as we stretch out our arms to you and worship and praise. But God, like the prophet Isaiah, we say, here am I, send me God. I am yours. My life has been bought the price, Jesus on the cross. And so, Lord, you are our Lord. You are our Savior, God. And we put ourselves in your hands. We are available. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. We worship you, Jesus. Amen. Before you sit down, say hi to somebody. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning and welcome to
3: Anastasia Church. We are so by your presence with us today. If this is your very first time visiting us, welcome. We would love to get to know you. There is someone who will be at the welcome desk in the atrium following the service, and we have a welcome gift for you, and we can answer any questions that you may have. We also have a digital platform. And you can call this number, text this number to find out more information about our church, to share prayer requests with us. Um, and we will get back with you immediately. So don't forget to reach out and let us hear from you. We're just saying, say yes, I am available. There's no greater part of our faith journey than to say yes and be available to God. And this Sunday in the atrium, we are having a say yes Sunday. And all of our ministries have a presence in the atrium and information to share with you of the many, many opportunities for you to say yes to serve in one of our ministries. We welcome you, invite you to stop by, take your time after the service and make the circle and find all of the different opportunities. And we would love to share dates and times with you, and we will be there to answer all of your questions. I would be amiss if I didn't take for granted. I'm the children's minister. My name is Tamara Bennett, and it takes a great team of volunteers to minister to the children that God blesses us with each week on Wednesdays and on Sundays. If you would like to serve with children, your heart will be blessed beyond your imagination. For me, starting my Sunday with a room full of children is the greatest joy of my week and I invite you to be a part of that so I will be in the atrium following the service would love to talk with you this afternoon at one o'clock at 10th Street we are having a beach baptism you're invited to join us we would love to have you there as we celebrate several of our church family making the next step in their faith following believers baptism so that's one o'clock today this past Wednesday night our church unanimously voted to move forward Sooner than we thought with our family building, our children and youth building, we are so very, very excited. And Pastor Walter gets to give you all of the information a little bit later. Also, we ask that you continue to pray for all of the ministries that are gearing up for the fall. As children return to school, this is a time when opportunities are made available for youth, children, adults to serve in ministry and to attend ministry. And I know that we all covet your prayers. Last thing, August the 14th is pop-up Sunday. That's when new first graders move from our preschool building to the third floor. First through fifth graders move up to their new class. And new sixth graders move to the youth building. So you can find out all the information about that on our website, AnastasiaKids.com. And I'm going to turn it over to Julia, our college master.
4: Well, good morning. As Tamara said, it is Say Yes Sunday. All of those ministries out there, one, it's a huge time commitment from our amazing volunteers here at Anastasia Church. But it's also a financial commitment. And we are so thankful for a giving church that sees the value in reaching all kinds of people in all kinds of ways. Um, So if you haven't yet, walk around around there, see what Anastasia is doing. And we just ask if you would like to partner with us financially, Um, there are multiple ways you can do that. You can go to one of the offering boxes in the atrium. You can text the number 904-441-6900 and text the word give. Or you can go on our website and pull up the um, ways to give there. And we just thank you, thank you so much. It's amazing to see how God has been so faithful to Anastasia Church in so many seasons, in so many ways. And it is because of the generosity of each and every one of y'all. With that, let's take a moment to pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to be a part of a life-saving church, God. You are on the move here at Anastasia through each and every ministry, and that is evident in the way that people are coming to you and lives are being transformed. And we just thank you and praise you that we are able to be a part of the blessing, Lord. And as you have blessed us, I pray that we will be a blessing back to you. And that we will be a blessing back to our community. That we will give faithfully and cheerfully, Lord. And we just thank you for all that you do. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you. Praise team. Hey, uh, you heard Tamara talk about the big news this past Wednesday. Our church voted to move ahead. Okay. We voted to move ahead, and we're going to build a family ministry center and a family activity center, and we're, gonna, we're in it full on to reach families for Christ. So praise God for that. It wasn't quite a unanimous vote. It was 114 to 5, but it was a decisive vote. And now we're on the track, and now it's time to get started because there are families in crisis that need the Lord, and Anastasia's church is going to be part of it. Amen? Amen. Amen. The question I've been getting since Wednesday has been this. When are we going to start? okay <laughs> that's what I, when are we going to start when are we going to start seeing things here well well, let me tell you right now we're, we're starting the permitting process okay the financial uh, issues are now taken care of we're starting the, the permitting process in a couple of months there will be a groundbreaking we're looking forward to groundbreaking we'll have a celebration the things that you will see at groundbreaking that's when the the building behind here the annex the pink house it's going to go away the garages are going to go away that's going to be the first thing see, as they do the site preparation, that's coming up. So, so get ready for groundbreaking in a couple of months. Hey, wouldn't it be great if we had 5 million in the bank by then we're just $300,000 away. And so I would just encourage you if you, if you are really on board with this, I encourage you to help us with this, a partner with us. In this very big project, uh, anything you give to the for generations to come, uh, faith campaign makes a big, big difference. So, hey, in a couple weeks, pray for the permitting, pray for groundbreaking, and let's give God all the glory. Amen? Amen. Amen. Also, I want to say I'm glad to be back. I was on vacation for a couple weeks. I appreciate uh, Pastor Ron Moore coming. Getting the message that yeah, that's a treat yeah and then pastor sam coming and taking up those duties while i was gone and uh, also you may not know this behind the scenes there's a lot of stuff that happens during the week and pastor bobby crumb was picking up that leadership mantle while i was gone and then also anything that goes on bill Blaylock, bill standing there in the back anything that gets has to get handled bill has to do that thank you bill thank you anyway i'm glad to be back glad to be back what I'd like to do is I would like to talk today about a very formidable weapon that the Lord places in our hands. I want to talk to you about the power of the Lord that he gives to every person here who trusts in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It's it's the power of the words that the Lord places in our hearts. It's the power of those words that as they come out and we speak them through our lips and they reach other people and it makes a huge difference in their lives. I'm talking about the blessing. God gives us power in the blessing. And I want to talk about the power of blessing today. Have you ever gone to Chick-fil-A? Okay. And you bought. Yeah. Someone said, yeah, I've been to Chick-fil-A. And you get a transaction. And after they finish the transaction, what do they say? Have a blessed day. Yeah, God bless you. Have a blessed day. Now, for some people, that's a throwaway phrase. But I want you to know, for other people in our community where they never hear a positive word, it's powerful. It's powerful to know that that someone is wishing the blessings of the Lord on you. And so I want to talk about the blessing. Now, the Hebrew word for blessing is barak, B-A-R-A-K, barak. That's the Hebrew word for blessing. And that blessing moves in three different directions, and first off, we know that God God blesses people. That's what a blessing is. God blesses people. We hear about that in Genesis when, when God created man and woman and he blessed them. God is moving that blessing in that direction. Also, we know that we bless God. God blesses us and we bless God. You know, bless the Lord, oh my soul. See, we give our praise and our blessing to him. But also the Bible talks about people blessing other people. And so I want to talk about two of those. I want to talk about God blessing us and people blessing blessing people. Because, you know, God wants to bless us. I mean, the plan of almighty God, the plan of the plan of our Lord in the midst of our rebellion. In the midst of our sinfulness. In the midst of our our generations after generations of going astray and walking uh, away from him. His desire is to bless people. Do you realize that? God wants to bless you. God wants to put blessings on you. He wants to, His desire is to, to, to overcome the stink and decay of the curse. There's a curse of sin that's all throughout our creation. And that curse of sin, it can be overcome. And you know how God overcomes that? He replaces curse with blessing. And I want you to know God wants to bless you. God bless you. You need to hear this today. God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you with his atonement. You know what that is? Him paying for the sins of anything that kept you away. He wants to bless you with forgiveness. He wants to bless you with grace. He wants to bless you with salvation. He wants to bless you with mercy. So you can say, I can move forward in second chances. You have a God of second chances. It does not matter what happened to you yesterday. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. God bless you. Thank you Father. God bless you. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you with a peace that passes all understanding. When you came into this place, were you ready to receive a blessing? How many of you need a blessing? I think we all need a blessing from time to time. Can can I just, I wish I could put my hands on every single one of you and just say, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Because he does, he does. And because God blesses us, He wants us to take that blessing, the the overabundance of that blessing. He wants us to bless the world. That's why we're building this family ministry center. It's not so we can have more buildings here, okay? More buildings is just more work. More buildings is just more expense. You know what he wants us to do? He wants us to take the blessing that he has given us to grow us, and he wants us to bless families. That's what God is calling us to do. So uh, let me read Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 and 3. I'm going to ask you to stand with me in honor of God's word. This is the first scripture I'm going to use. And God is talking to Abraham. And this is what he says to Abraham. He says, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. See, God declared his blessing to bless Abraham. And that blessing is going to bless all of us. Lord Jesus, I ask that you'd help us to take this word. And Lord, I pray you'd help us to receive what you want to give to us. Lord, your blessing, uh, Lord, your mercy, your grace, all of that. And Lord, help us to spread it to people that really need it. In Jesus name, I pray. amen. 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 So God declared his blessing to Abraham, and he said, I'm going to bless you so that you can bless the whole world. Well, you know, God is still doing that. We are heirs of Abraham, right? We are heirs of the promise. We are inheritors of the grace of Jesus Christ. And through us, God wants to bless all the families of the world. So the first point I want to make to you is this, is that God wants to bless the world and me. Say this, God wants to bless me. God wants to bless you. He sure does. He sure does. You know, we live in a world of condemnation, don't we? We live in a world uh, where people tweet and they post condemnation and judgment all the time. You know what? We have a God. We have a God. and, and, And what he does is he doesn't cancel anybody. He doesn't cancel anybody. That's not his goal. Okay. You see, the Lord wants to bless you. Are you hearing me? The Lord wants to bless you. And some of the most powerful words that you and I need to hear on a daily basis is that you are blessed of the Lord. You need to hear that because we forget that. In Hebrew, it's barach atah, Blessed are you. You know, the, the first time we see these words, it's Isaac. And he, here's what Isaac's trying to do. His dad has died. Abraham has died. He's dead and buried. He's now trying to take the mantle of leadership of the family. He's trying to do what his dad did. So he goes back to the campsites where, where, where his dad put the family there. And he tried to go to the well, but they filled the well over. So they, he went and dug out a new well. As he dug the new well, the enemies came and tried to fill that one. And so "Move moved to another place, started the whole process. And then the enemies came and filled in that well. And, but in that whole time, God was still providing for Isaac. And in that time, it was, it was a hard time for Isaac because he's trying to, trying to do what his dad did, but it was just, just, just so hard. But finally, people saw that the Lord was blessing Isaac. And finally, the king came, the local king, local regional leader. His name was Abimelech. He came up to him and said, you know what we're seeing? We're seeing that you are blessed of the Lord. Barakata. You are blessed of the Lord. And so we're not gonna fill in your wills anymore. You know, blessed are you. You are blessed of the Lord, okay? You know, as as a follower of Jesus, as me to other followers of Jesus, I have to tell you this. You are blessed. You are blessed. Whether you realize it or not, you have a blessing of the Lord. And uh, you know what a blessing is? It's a word of encouragement that also has an action attached to it. It's not just saying, you can say encouraging words, but blessing is usually followed up by something else. It might be a gift. It might be a sacrifice. It might be a shared Uh, meal. Uh, It might be just a touch of the hand. Uh, Those are the things that, that might work. It might be a handshake. Okay. But the first part of his encouragement now, um, you know, I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of respect for a person in our congregation. His name is Sal repair. I know Sal's in here. I know you don't like to have a lot of attention, but Sal, I appreciate you just an awful lot. And, uh, you know, when I go and I work out, he's a fitness trainer. Okay. He makes me do things I would never make myself do. I would never in a million years make myself do the things, couldn't think of the things uh, that I would do that, that he, he makes me do. But, um, you know, every time I leave that place, he has a whiteboard and it has a word of encouragement on it. You know, I think a couple of weeks ago it said something like storms don't, just, storms don't just come to upset us. Sometimes they come to clear the path. You know, things like that. And so uh, I, I asked him, I said, you know, you're, you're training people. They're going through a, a hard time. I said, how, uh, how important is just a word of encouragement? Because he's very encouraging, okay? I mean, I can be as klutzy as anybody, okay? And he is so encouraging when he's training somebody. And so I said, how important is encouragement? He said, it's very, very important. This is what you told me a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you remember this, Sal. But he said, there is this negative critical tape that keeps running over and over in our heads of our failure, our neglect, the things that we're not doing right, this thing that we keep judging ourselves and we keep hearing these messages and sometimes we hear them from the world and we need to overwrite that. We need to overwrite that with an encouraging word. So he gives the encouraging word that's there, but it's not just the encouraging word. Uh, you gotta have it with action. So he follows it up with action. He, he gives an encouraging word and he says, "Now I want one minute of ups and one minute of plank. <laughs> that's the action there, but that's what brings the blessing. So anyway, anyway, how do I receive a blessing of the Lord? Um, If I were looking in the Old Testament, I go to Psalm 34. I love this passage. Psalm 34 verse eight says this, and I think they'll put it up on the screen. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in the Lord. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in, blessed is the person who tries to come under the care of the Lord. I believe that the Lord is trying to shower blessings on the whole world. I honestly believe that that's the nature of God. The nature of God is he wants to bless the world. Okay. He is showering down these blessings. Now we know like rain, rain is a blessing. Okay. Rain falls on the good and the bad, right? God is showering his blessings on the world, but some people are blessed more than others. And why is that? Uh, There's a place in Antarctica. It's considered the driest place on earth. It's called the dry valleys. In all of recorded history, there has never been precipitation measured in the dry valleys. Because the geography around there and the weather patterns around there, it prevent, actually prevents precipitation from forming in that air. It's called the dry valleys. Well, I want you to know, if you want to get rained on, don't go to the dry valleys okay? You're not going to get rained on there. Or or, or put it in in U.S. terms, if you want a lush green lawn, do not build your house in Death Valley, okay? Don't build your house house in Death Valley if you want a lush green lawn. It is not going to happen, okay? It is not going to rain there. Well, I think it's the same way with the blessings of God. God is showering blessings down on the earth. But but. But sometimes we take ourselves out of the zone of receiving the blessings. You know, I think that blessed is the person who takes refuge in the Lord. You know, when you put yourself in that area of, of refuge, that area of care of the Lord, you're going to receive his blessings. But, you know, if you go out of bounds, you go to those places in your life and you live a life that God says, I can't bless this. And you do those things that take you outside of the protection of the Lord. You can't expect to be raining showers of blessings on your life when you're putting yourself in a place that's spiritually dry. And so we got to put ourselves under the care of the Lord. And what is that? When I take refuge in the Lord, that's called faith. And so here's, I want to say this to you. Receive by faith the blessing of the Lord. Have faith in God. Now what is faith? Faith is basically believing something so much. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he is God who came in human form. I believe that he died for my sins. And I believe that he rose from the dead. And I believe that he's alive. That's the believing portion of it, okay? Now, I believe that, but also, I believe it so much that it changes my life. I believe he is ruling at the right hand of the Father. I believe there's so much that I'm ordering my life as a follower of Jesus Christ. That's what faith is. And faith is when I marry what I believe with what I do. And that's what faith is. And so that's what taking refuge in the Lord is. It's it's having faith. So we receive those blessings uh, by faith. And by having faith, by moving ourselves into that area, we're moving into that place where we receive the blessings of the Lord by admitting we need forgiveness, by believing and trusting in him. And some of you, I want you desperately need to be blessed. But one of the first moves you need to make is to trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe that he died for you. Believe that he wants to bless you. He died for you. He wants you. wants to bless you so much. And you just need to follow him and trust him and commit to him. That's what faith is. And if you've not done that, that's the first thing you need to do. Because you won't find the eternal blessings of the Lord apart from trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I just want to say, have, have faith in the Lord. That's taking refuge in the Lord, you know. Uh, And and once you're in the care of the Lord, nothing can ever remove you from his care. That's what the Bible says. So, So I want you to know God wants to bless you. He wants to bless the world. He wants to bless you specifically. And you receive the biggest blessing, the most important blessing, that's salvation, life forever with Jesus in heaven by faith. But not only that, God wants to bless the world through you. And write this down. God wants to bless the world through me. He uses us as vehicles of pronouncing blessing. You know, that's how we're supposed to react with the world. A week or so ago, my wife and I, we just gotten back from our trip and didn't want to get in the car. And usually on Friday nights we have a, an ice cream run, okay? We go down to place get ice cream. But we decided not to get in the car. We decided to take our bicycles. We went down to the beach and a new ice cream store had opened up. And we thought, let's go down there and get a scoop of ice cream. So we're driving along the bike. And I'm wearing my helmet and my, eyeglasses, my sunglasses. And as I'm going there, the, the path of my bike intersected with the path of a wasp. And this wasp got stuck in my sunglasses right by my eye. That poor wasp, you know, and I was trying to rescue that wasp. I took my son, I tried to swat away. But before I was able to free that wasp, you know what that rascal did? <laughs> he stung me right by my eye. I mean, just right there. Oh my goodness. It hurt so bad. I had a headache all night. It was the most miserable ice cream run in the history <laughs> of all humanity. It was a miserable time. I, I couldn't stand it. It was awful. And it got me thinking, isn't that the way sometimes we relate to the world? The world's trying to get their ice cream. They don't know they're lost. They don't understand the blessing. The trying to get all they can get out of life. They're trying to get their ice cream. And then when they intersect with us, we try to do all the education. We try to tell them what to do. We try to tell them how they live their lives. And you know, we need to be telling the truth and we need to be unadulterated in telling the truth, but also we need to bless them. And sometimes I don't think we show them the love. We just show them the shove, right? What we do is we bring the sting and we sting them. And is it any wonder that when we try to share it with them, the Lord, and we bring out the sting that what they do is they try to slap us down. You know how you overcome that? You overcome that by also sharing with them the blessings of the Lord that the Lord wants to bless the world. We need to be doing that. You know, we we get very vocal in letting the world know all the stuff they're doing wrong. But often in the name of truth, what we're doing is we're driving them away from the Lord. Unintentionally, we're doing that. You know, We're called to bring blessing. Now I'm thinking of Galatians chapter three. Galatians chapter three, verse 13 says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who's hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. We need to, present, we need to be presenting the blessings of the Lord to the world. We need to be blessing people to people. Because I think some people are going to find salvation when they understand that there's blessing in finding salvation. And once they find salvation, then they'll understand the truth, and the truth will set them free. But we need to be sharing the blessings Of the Lord, you know. I can pronounce God's blessing. I can't make it. I can't manufacture God's blessing. That's not something in my power to do, but I can I can share the blessings that God has said he wants to share with the world. I can I can go up to a lost person and said, I'm praying that the Lord bless you with mercy. I'm praying that the Lord will bless you with healing. I'm praying that the Lord will give you peace. I'm praying for you that the Lord would give you favor. And then then hoping that God will move in that life and the power of the Holy Spirit and bring circumstances and people around that person so they will actually move into that place to receive the blessing God has called them to receive. You know, that word of blessing is powerful. Let me share with some people that you need to be blessing, Okay. We need to bless children. Can you say, I will bless children? I will bless children. children. We need to bless children. Our children need a blessing. We need to to show that love of Jesus Christ to bless them and show them that they are precious in His sight. We need to be blessing children. Not just in building buildings, I mean, just every day and in interactions with them. We need to be blessing kids. You know, um, we love our kids and we show them all that love all the time. We show that in raising them in providing for them and taking care of them. But you know what? Sometimes they need something more than that. They need that word of encouragement. They need that word of blessing, that hand on their shoulder and say, God blesses you because you're precious in his sight." Jesus blessed children. There's a time it's written in Mark chapter 10. Jesus is doing his ministry and all these people around him, all the adults, they had all the important stuff they had to bring to Jesus. And some people were bringing their kids and the the disciples said, what are you doing? Don't bring the kids. Jesus has to do important stuff. And it says that Jesus was indignant. This is Mark chapter 10, verse 15. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. And he took them in his arms and he blessed them, laying his hands on them. You know, you see a child, first thing you need to do is say how can I share a blessing of the Lord with that child? It's so important. Let me tell you another group of people you need to bless. We need to bless our enemies. Say, I will bless my enemy. Okay. I, not, not convinced, but okay. At least I planted a seed, right? Okay. I will bless my... That's so hard because the naysayers are so, so, so annoying, aren't they? It's so annoying. But, you know, you want to change that dynamic between you and someone that's at odds with you, try praying for them. Try try texting them and saying, hey, I I ask that the Lord will bless you today. See if that makes a change. You know, in Romans 12, 14, it says, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. We're supposed to bless the enemies. That's not what we want to do. But because we're followers of Jesus, because we've been transformed, we are given the power to do that. And it's a powerful, it's a formidable power. 1 Peter 3, 9 says, Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless for, this, for to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing. So when I bless someone who comes to give me trouble, I'm going to receive a blessing of the Lord. And the blessing of the Lord overcomes anything that an enemy can do. And we need to bless the faithful. Followers of Jesus get discouraged too. You know, uh, if you're a follower of Jesus... is I get discouraged. We all get discouraged, and you know, even the faithful people need an encouraging word. And I'm thinking of Elizabeth. Elizabeth was living with her husband, and and uh, her cousin was sent away to come live with her. Her cousin lived a, while, uh, a ways away, and her cousin was experiencing an unexpected pregnancy. Not something that was planned. Not married, and she came to live with Elizabeth and. And when she came to see Elizabeth, the first thing that Elizabeth said, it wasn't a word of judgment. It wasn't a word of condemnation. This is when Mary, the mother of Jesus, went to see her cousin Elizabeth. The very first words Elizabeth said are blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. How powerful is that? When you see an unwed mother in an unwanted unwanted, expectancy, uh, unwanted pregnancy, And and you reach that person and say, you know, despite all the circumstances that are going on, blessed are you. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. How powerful can that be? You know, I think one way to prevent abortion is to carry the blessing to unwanted, to, to mothers experiencing unwanted pregnancies, unexpected pregnancies. And then also, we need to bless always. I need to bless in my coming and my going. Now I know what some of you are thinking. There are people that bless us when they come, and there are people that bless us when they go. And that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is is uh, blessing should be just a part of our nature because we're filled with the blessing of God, and because we're filled with the blessing of God, we want that to flow out into other people. And we need to be blessing people. It should be part of our nature, part of our character, part of the overflow of the Lord. Jesus, the last thing Jesus did, this is Luke chapter 24. It said he, he led them out as far as Bethany. This is the risen Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. He'd been with the disciples for many days and he was lifting up his hands. He blessed them. And while he blessed them, while he blessed them, he parted from them, and was carried into heaven. And they worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple blessing God. They were bringing the blessing blessing back. We need to be sharing blessing. I'd like you to take a moment right now. I know all of us could use a blessing. Think about what you need to hear. I also want you to think about this. Who is someone that needs to hear a word of blessing from the Lord from my lips? It could be a child that is around you. It could be a friend. It could be a faithful worker that you know is discouraged. It could be one of your enemies. Who needs to hear a blessing and how Are you going to share that blessing? How are you going to share it? I want to give you some homework. Today, before the sun goes down, can you share a word of blessing from the Lord to somebody else? Before the sun goes down today, can you share? You are just filled with the blessings of the Lord. If you have Jesus in your heart, can you share a word of blessing with someone? Just someone. Be that conduit. And then I also want to say, if you're someone here and you don't feel like you're blessed, would you open up your heart to the fact that God wants to bless you? God bless you and God bless you. You are blessed. You know, some of you, you came in here, you were discouraged. There are things that are not going well. You might have arguments in the car on the way to church. I want you to know God blesses you and the person you're arguing with both of you, God's blessing you and he wants you to live in the blessing. He doesn't want you to live in condemnation anymore. As you lead this place, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for your word and the power of your word And Lord, there are people that come in here discouraged and hurting. Lord, people coming, wondering what the next step is. And Lord Jesus, I pray that you would help them understand that you have a purpose. You have a plan. You have a blessing for them. And Lord, let them receive that blessing. Oh, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would help us to be a blessing in this world, Lord, that we would be not just trying to please people, but we would share the good things of your truth as well as the judgment, Lord. And Lord, that the world would be blessed through us. Lord, that families would be blessed through us. Lord, that people that are down and out would be blessed through you working in us. And Lord, let us be a blessing, a blessing so much that that your name would be glorified throughout this community in this state in this world. Lord, move among us, I pray. We're coming to a time, a closing song, a time of response. And you know, I invite you to stand with me now. Maybe God's calling you to take a step of faith. That step of faith may be to be baptized. We have people getting baptized at the beach at one o'clock. You want to join them? Come up here and say, you know, I want to receive the blessing of salvation. I want to be baptized and we'll help you take those next steps of faith. Some of you might want to come in for membership for the church. Some of you just might want to come and pray for someone that needs a blessing. Someone might be in this room and you say, you know, I just need to hear a blessing. I want you to know, if you come up here, I will share a blessing with you. I'll share a blessing. And it didn't come from me. It came from him, the one who loves you. So whatever God's calling you to do, as we sing, you come. Are on the screen in English. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up His countenance on you and give you peace. God bless you. God bless you.